six. Not hot one oh six. No, it's one oh six in the afternoon. We're weakened at Lincoln with big nah. Nah 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 on the hot. No, it's not that. Uh, it's the John DePietro show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. I was mentioning that is uh, no, the time is one oh six. Well actually no, it's one oh seven in the afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro show, folks. This portion of the program Remember, is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What are you doing right now? They're open. Stop in and see them for lunch. They have d- delicious calzones, sandwiches, and all the treats you want for Christmas time. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. But they obviously, they still have the Trump chocolate donuts, Trump cupcakes. Uh, they have Trump soda. They have everything. And then, of course, they have delicious, the most delicious pastry and calzones. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, the numbers are, um, they're really incredible when you think about it, that Rhode Island right now, we are, right now it's 107. Don't forget, tomorrow is, in fact, the um, Governor Mundo press briefing. I will be there. I'll be covering it. And if you have a question that you want me to ask the governor, please visit the website. Log on to Petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You just click on Contact John. Now, I'm seeing right now, man struck by car in East Providence has died. Uh, East Providence Police said Wednesday, a 71-year-old city man was struck by a car has died. He was struck at 5 o'clock Tuesday, Pawtucket Avenue, near Silver Spring Avenue. Jose Rodriguez died at Rhode Island Hospital from his injury. Police say the driver remained at the scene was cooperating with the investigation. I had heard that was tragic that um, th- this individual just kind of ran out, and um, and it's very difficult. Now, folks, now Massachusetts, good afternoon to everyone in uh, Bellingham and Franklin. And we have so many different listeners in Massachusetts, uh, well into uh, Attleboro, up to Worcester. Now, Massachusetts, Mass is outlining the timeline for the, the vaccinations. And I believe you're going to hear Governor Mundo lay out something like that tomorrow. Governor Baker said today that the first round of vaccinations shipped to Massachusetts is set to begin next week. So the state's first shipment, they have close to 60,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine ordered from the federal government this past Friday, but delivered directly to 21 hospitals across the eight counties. So when you think about that, now they're going to get 60,000 out of the box. And they are the first ones that are getting at phase one are clinical, non-clinical health care workers, long-term care facilities, rest homes, assisted living, police fire emergency, congregate care settings, home-based health care workers, health care workers doing non-COVID facing care. Phase two, which is going to be February to April, individuals with two or more like people high risk for COVID complications, early education, K through 12, transit, grocery, utility, food, agriculture, sanitation, public works, public health workers, people 65 and older. And then phase three, it's going to be available to the general public. So it sounds like if Rhode Island is to follow mass, we are probably, I'm looking at the, it looks like vaccine for April. It looks like the Easter Bunny could be bringing the vaccine to uh, the chosen one. Baker said the state expects 300 doses by the end of the year. Now you think about that, too bad if we could get our hands on that, that's 
That's a third of our population. Plus, you add in the people that are already announcing they're not going to take it. So, and that's not a problem because I think as much as if Rhode Island follows this and we're scheduled for, or I would be like some of you scheduled for April, I'm willing to bet it gets bumped up because some of these people are like, I'm not going to have it. The governor announced um, he is reinstating some restrictions, by the way, putting more strain. Now, this is in mass. Beginning Sunday, the state's going to reduce the maximum number of people allowed at outdoor gatherings from 100 to 50. And then, folks, something to watch is going to be the casinos. Now, right now in Mass, casinos are going to be allowed to remain open. Twin River, that's a big one. And I know that a lot of people are watching Foxwoods and Mohegan. So, Governor Mundo, I think tomorrow, something that she's going to have to address are the number of people that are expecting her or want her to close down Twin River. And I don't think it's going to happen. It certainly does not. How about Rhode Island right now, though? Right now, it's 111 on this Wednesday. Rhode Island leads the country in new COVID cases per capita. Oh, my goodness. Folks, we're number one. Very, very exciting. Not the type of number one news that that you want. I want to just um, double check if there's any other uh, update. No, they're puzzled. They are puzzled as to... I, I don't see how... Rhode Island can ignore what Massachusetts is is doing. Um, And then I like some of these stories. Providence family will celebrate Hanukkah with takeout. (laughs) Is that really a news story? Is that really a news story? Are you sure about that? Now, folks, on the national front, all eyes are on Texas. Uh, This is uh, crunch time for the the, uh, people with President Trump. Now, the thing about that, though, and I want to address this, is this is still what is so unfair on the national front is we all agree that there's something wrong with this election. And I agree with whether it's President Trump or Susie Yankee, the chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party. I mean, does anyone really believe that Biden got 80 million votes? I mean, I, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that Joe Biden... Uh, Vice President, I don't think he got 80 million votes. I don't believe the Rhode Island vote totals. Um, so I, I don't. They, they are right to raise the alarm on exactly that something should be investigated with this. And I, it's, you know, as I've talked about, you have the situation. Why? I like that there's pushback now. In New York, New York threatened to lock down Spears Saturday Night Live once again as the show uses COVID loophole to keep people. I, you know, I, I wish they would. I wish they would lock them down. What, why is it Saturday Night Live that they can uh, do it with the in-person, but you can't have a Broadway show? Why is that? That shouldn't be all about. Shut them down. They're not even funny. And I'm so glad those people on Staten Island that are pushing back against that punk Pete Davidson and some of the others. Why? Why are they not? Now, another thing to watch today, I'm looking at Twitter. It was nearly 11 months ago, Governor Mundo laid out her $10.2 billion state budget proposal. Um, there is supposedly going to be some kind of a skinny budget, as they call it. I just want to see if there's any, I think they're going to be releasing something today, but that is something that I don't think a lot of people are completely 
um, focused on, but other than if it's going to come down to taxes. Um, I also just want to check. Um, no bill, no sense of charge. Well, something needs to get done on the national level. If they want to do something as far as a national second stimulus that people are waiting for, they really are. Um, let me just see. It would be hard not to keep Rhode Island in some kind of pause. Governor Mundo said that on Channel 12. And I don't see how she, I, I think they want to be very cautious in putting new restrictions in, as far as uh, in Rhode Island. If you're listening right now, and it's John DePietro at one fifteen on this Wednesday, people are wondering about What's going to happen tomorrow with Governor Mundo's press briefing? I just, I don't, the the governor does not want to shut things down. It obviously, like something has to be done. Something has to be done. I think the governor feels pressure to not keep the status quo when right now, you know, you have CNN in Rhode Island this morning because... Rhode Island is is leading the number one in the world as far as with uh, with COVID. And so I, I don't think the, the governor can just completely ignore it. We spoke to Dan McGowan earlier. You know, they have that on the front page of the Boston Globe that Rhode Island is number one in COVID right now. Um, and and at the same time, I mean, I, I can't see Governor Armando strolling in tomorrow to her weekly press briefing and just saying, we're going to, um, we're just going to keep things, everything the way it is. It seems to be, like, I don't, Rhode Island leads the country in the rate of COVID cases and officials are afraid it's, it's going to get worse. Uh, I think that's a, it is going to get worse. We, we still don't have the, we don't have what happened, you know, with the Thanksgiving spread happening. So it is going to get worse. I think it's just a matter of just how much worse is it going to get. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by, remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery. Now, they're located in Lincoln. It's... That's... Re- Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a 
a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now it's 1218 on this Thursday in this portion of the program on the John DePietro Show. Folks, it's brought to you by, don't forget, the heating season is here. Call Henry Oil today. Make them your oil provider. Henry Oil. Call them at 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Uh, we, we have some nice weather today and tomorrow, but it's going to obviously get colder from here on in. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Lock and cap pricing, automatic delivery, budget plan service contracts, oil burner service and installation. It's Henry Oil, serving most Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401 521 0200. Well, folks, good afternoon. I want to say good afternoon to everyone uh, tuning in on Facebook Live. You can see um, they have the Christmas decorations that are here. We are inside Veterans Auditorium. Coming up, Governor Mundo will give her a weekly briefing. We're going to bring it to you live. I will be participating in it uh, and asking the governor various questions. I am uh, checking headlines. By the way, thank you to everyone. I did do a uh, an appearance on Newsmax just less than an hour ago. And uh, folks, they were terrific. I talked to them uh, right after that. And I think we're already setting up a time for next week. So if not, we will have it uh, posted if you missed it on Facebook. But folks, it's, it's, uh, it's very... Um, serious with the numbers. I mean, it's it's all things COVID. Um, I'm seeing some headlines now. Ellen has said she's tested positive for COVID. I mean, I guess anything to stop the terrible ratings that she's having. But it's obviously a, a very serious situation. And I want to, there's a couple of things we're going to talk about. One is on the national front, this uh, Hunter Biden, Biden investigation, he is under national investigation. By the way, he has been for two years. And you wouldn't know that from the media in the way the lack of coverage with that in the course of the presidential election. Now, the Justice Department has said, well, they didn't want to reveal during the campaign that they were investigating him because they might influence the election. Well, you know, why? why what are you talking about? I mean, people have a right to know. And not only that. The um, the situation where, you know, you had the Trump team questioning Hunter Biden and his finances and tax uh, situation and just his dealings with other country and, and team Biden denied it at every turn and the media did not really follow up on it. Now we find out it is all true and he is under investigation and he's been under investigation. So now I want to. So coming up at one, this is going to be very serious. I also want to. um 
touch on. There's an article in the Providence Journal by Patrick Anderson, and he writes, I asked every Republican elected who won the presidential election. Only one responded. None answered the question. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to get into that a little bit later. What, what is so egregious about this is nowhere in the story do they mention the fact that supposedly 520,000 people voted in the Rhode Island election? That's number one. Number two, nowhere in the story does it mention the record number, obscene number of mail ballots that came in. He doesn't lay out the fact that there was no one guarding the hen house, so to speak. Instead, again, it's another slanted, biased story about how none of the Republicans, only one, Patricia Morgan, would answer it. But they leave out why people are questioning. They leave out the most important part of the information. Now, I want to pull up the latest. You know who else is useless is that John Marion of Common Cause who said, oh, it's Phoenix. How does he know? It gets me so mad, folks. How do they know? They don't know. And you can't even see the ballots. It's, it, it's just preposterous what's going on. It, it's insulting. It's condescending. And, and, and it's a joke. Common cause. He, his only cause is to get Democrats elected. So uh, the candidate who received the most votes won. Any suggestion otherwise is magical thinking. We're not talking about that. Idiot. We're talking about who was registered to vote. How many people listening and watching able you received an unrequested mail ballot that did not even have to be notarized? John Marion, every single voter at Island used a hand-marked paper ballot, and we're one of only two states that confirms the outcome pre-certification using a risk-limiting audit. But, but the, the candidate who received the most votes, we're talking about where they should they have been cast in the first place. He's not even looking to find if there's anything wrong. They want to just, you know, they they don't try to investigate if anything was done was wrong. All they do is continue to the narrative that there was nothing wrong with the results. And if you have it, you're supposed to present it, even though basically we're just supposed to take Nellie Gorbia's word for it. Now, as we speak right now, the... um, the situation, uh, Rudy Giuliani is arguing right now, and they're, they're still looking into this, folks, um, regarding just w- what is happening with the with the vote. But if you also see something, there's, there's so much of this has not been covered. And I realize that, the, the you know, the whole focus today, I understand, it's on COVID. Rhode Island is number one in the country, in the world. We're finally number one at something. Uh, they should have Joe McNamara doing the... Rhode Island, the COVID comeback instead of the columnary comeback. So the briefing is coming up at one o'clock. I want to see, um, I don't see anyone posting the recent numbers right now where things stand. But obviously it, it, it could do one or two things. I mean, I don't know how it could get much worse. I think um, what we need to be prepared for, people are asking me regarding um, if I think there's going to be more restrictions put in. And I don't think they're going to shut everything down. But I um, I, I would, I, for, for instance, the end of this week is the two-week pause. I mean, is there anyone listening right now? Today is, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1225. Today is Thursday, December 20th. Uh, 10th, excuse me, December 10th, 2020. It's John DiPietro. And um, the, the, I don't see how the pause ends on Sunday. 
I, I don't, especially not, not when we have the, right now with the highest in the world per capita. And they don't have an answer on that. Now, again, you could look at this different ways. I recognize the schools have two weeks before holiday break. The schools are off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Christmas falls on a Friday. So I think the 23rd um, is, is the last day of school if people are still going. Um, until then, you know, kids are off Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day. So I, I think as much as the governor's suggesting people still go in person, and by the way, it is still safer in person. Um, there, there's no evidence, despite this, this running campaign by certain people, to try to make it that, uh, you know, it's still so dangerous in the schools. And, you know, if you don't like the mask, you're going you're gonna to hate the ventilator and all this other BS that we've been accustomed to. But you're talking about next week, a week and a half. So I, I'm not going to go on and on about it. Listen, I think most of you know where I stand. It's, it's a personal decision with parents. I, I feel bad for parents that would like to have their children in school and then they can't. Uh, much like the parent we talked to yesterday that his son was the only one in the classroom. So some things we want to listen for coming up. The governor uh, the governor is expected to announce a decision about extending the pause. I, I don't believe we're going to hear Governor Mundo saying the pause is coming to an end. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, never mind the fact, just the way things have shifted. Folks, can you imagine if we hadn't gone on the pause? But I think something that can't be ignored and I think it's a fair question. And I was struck by Megan Rainey of Brown University, who um, she offered different theories. The, the real answer is they, they don't know why we have gone and shot up the way we have. Um, if you look at some testing, one in three Rhode Islanders right now is uh, positive with COVID. One in three. It's over 30%. So I don't know what the answer is. Now, you, you could make an argument. If, if it's that bad, why shut anything, right? Like, it's not working, so why shut anything down? Why not just leave everything open? Um, I'm going I'm to touch on that in a moment in, in the field hospitals. And also the vaccine. You know, look at the top of the Facebook page. I posted who's supposed to get the vaccine. If the vaccine is distributed the way they're talking about it, I most of us, at least I know, I'm not going to be able to get it until April. And they, they have a list of who they're talking about preferred that would get it. How about the fact in phase two, they have, I think, four phases of who gets the vaccine. In phase two, inmates at the ACI and the White Detention Center and homeless people are going to get the vaccine over us. How is that fair? Why is that fair? Like, that makes no sense to me in any way. Folks, I want to remind you about preferred towing and recovery. They're located in Lincoln. They service the entire state. Um, Preferred is female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark LaBee. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, private property, towing services. Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely and securely. And they also buy, remember, preferred towing, they buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call today for a fair offer at 401 725 8500. So if you're listening right now on this Thursday, and it is actually a nice 
uh, Thursday. Temperatures in the mid-40s. I think tomorrow, the next few days, it's actually going to be nice and mild. Hopefully get rid of the rest of the snow that we still have on the ground. But if you have an older vintage car from the 60s or 70s, they will purchase it. Preferred Towing and Recovery, 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Now, folks, remember, if you have a question that you would like me to ask Governor Raimondo, please visit the website, depetro.com, where you can click on Contact John. Remember, uh, depetro.com is brought to you by Liberty Mobility. You can link right through Liberty Mobility, West Warwick, Paul Long, what a great job they do, Kathy, area's oldest, largest provider, pre-owned power wheelchairs, power scooters, Liberty Mobility. Call them 827-8800. Liberty Mobility. Get back your liberty with mobility. 5 Church Street in West Warwick. Call them 827-8800. But you can link right through at depetro.com. So, coming up at 1 o'clock, we are again coming to inside Veterans Auditorium, and they actually have the Christmas decorations. Everyone on Facebook Live, you can see there's a nice poinsettia uh, right here behind me, red on the stage. Governor Mundo, now, I believe we're going to hear about vaccine distribution. I believe we're going to hear the big question, and it's a fair question, is the pause going to be extended? I would imagine the pause is going to be extended. I'm also anxious to hear if Governor Mundo has kind of a running theory on why she thinks, because by and large, people are following the directions. People are not going out a lot. People are wearing the mask. And yet somehow... Rhode Island is number one in the world. Someone said to me, so we're number one in New England? Wrong. We're number one in the United States? Keep going. Number one in the world for COVID. Folks, at least we're number one at something finally. But she's going to announce whether or not she's going to extend the two-week pause that's set to expire. It's coming up at one. Um, Right now... Bar areas, gyms, recreational venues are closed. Restaurants have a reduced capacity. Uh, Public health officials hope the pause would slow the spread of the virus after the expected spike after Thanksgiving. The governor uh, said last week that early mobility data show Rhode Island's were moving around less, indicating following the rules. So they'll look at that. Local doctors say they they, uh, feel pandemic fatigue and the population density might be to blame. So, of course, the teachers union, they, they didn't want to go back in the first place. So I believe we're going to hear about coming up at one distribution of vaccine. And most importantly, now I had someone saying, what do you think is going to happen with the gyms, folks? I, I mean, they, they closed the gyms during the pause before we were number one. I don't think someone I don't think the governor is going to do complete shutdown right now. Southern California, they're under a stay at home order. And again, it's so outrageous uh, the way that they're treating people. People are really fighting for survival. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I don't believe that Governor Mundo is I, I, I don't think that's going to she's not going to do that. Um, you know, kind of the same thing in um Right now in Massachusetts, and again, good afternoon to uh, everyone that's tuned in. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. There's everyone on uh, Facebook Live. Everyone on Facebook Live, remember, please share that you're watching and click the like button. It's a way to punch the ticket as you come in. Um, I, I, um, you know, Massachusetts, Governor Baker, there's only so far that he's going to go. They're not going to go the full shutdown. We want to hear the number of people at the field hospitals. We want to hear... I think it's all about the field hospitals and hospitals. Hospitalizations are, were getting close to 500. 
And so that is the big concern. But we do have two field hospitals that are open right now, and they're not they're not fully uh, they they are certainly not at full capacity. By the way, those field hospitals. I was speaking with someone yesterday. They are very expensive to operate. Governor Mundo has talked about that. The field hospitals are very expensive to operate, folks. So we're going to get an update on that. We're going to get an update on um, why are COVID rates so high in Rhode Island. We don't have an answer. Now, when you think about it, last week, um, what time is it? Right now, it's 1233. Again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro coming to you inside Veterans Auditorium. You can see some activity. You can see some media people arriving. You can hear them testing the uh, sound system. It's right here on that this stage that Governor Mundo coming up at 1 o'clock is going to provide her weekly press briefing regarding COVID. And, you know, it is it, it was a week ago that Governor Mundo came right to this stage, right to my right that I'm knocking on, where she then announced that she was not going to be uh, pre- president elect Biden, even though I, I'm still not convinced of that, but would not be his nominee for HHS, Health and Human Services. Now, as I was discussing last night, I still think I, I don't think anything's going to be announced today. I'd be shocked, actually. There's been nothing floated out. There's been no trial balloons. There's been nothing like that. But um, you think about it. That was a week ago. And here we are. And in the past couple of days, and if you haven't seen it, it's jarring. I did put it on my um, on the Facebook page. But right now. Rhode Island is considered number one. So I'm reading just some uh, tweets. Uh, Governor Mundo expected to announce whether she'll keep the, quote, pause in effect. Rhode Island Department of Health reports 14 more COVID deaths. Hospitalizations continue to climb now at 466. But positivity rate drops slightly again to 7%. Lower than recent days, but still very high. So that's good. That is, uh, I don't have to tell you, it's good. And if the hospital's... um, continue to go down again i i think well i'm not even going to guess i i i would just think that that the pause is going to be extended and in you know a lot of people are starting to wonder about church services on christmas and christmas eve i don't think they're there yet i don't think the governor's going to announce anything now update on the rhode island two field hospitals there were 24 people being treated at the convention center and nine are at the Cranston site, possibly six more expected at the end of the day. So, and then you have how the vaccines are going to be distributed. That's important. I know some people were asking me what nursing homes are going to receive the vaccine. I, I would think it's going to be everybody all at once. So phase one, who gets the vaccine, clinical, non-clinical health care, long-term care facilities, police, fire, emergency medical service, congregate care setting, home-based health care workers, health care workers doing non-COVID. Phase two, individuals, high-risk health complications. This is who would get the vaccine. Early education, K-12, transit, grocery, utility, food, agriculture, public works, public health workers, adults 65 plus, and individuals that have a complicated health situation. Now, now wait a minute. This thing that they put out on Channel 10 doesn't have the thing about the inmates. That's not fully accurate. I posted what it is, unless it was revised, because then they have adult 65 plus individuals, and then phase three, vaccine available to general public April to June. Now, you know, I, 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 I have and put out on the Facebook page that they're talking about, that's, that's different than what we're seeing in um, some other people putting out potential phases 
of, I, I have it, of COVID-19 distribution in Rhode Island. Phase one has that phase two, Channel 10 left out incarcerated, detained people and staff in people in homeless shelters. Huh. They left that out. I don't know why you'd leave it out. Phase three is young adults, children, workers in critical industries. And then phase four, everyone who did not have access to the vaccine in the previous phases. So, and that's right from the Rhode Island Department of Health. So I don't know what to make of that. Um, I don't know why the Channel 10 report is, um, is, showing, is showing that. There's, I want to say hi. There's uh, Patrick Buckley and a number of other people tuning in, folks, on Facebook Live. Again, this is uh, Veterans Auditorium. It is high. It is, um, it is high. It is high. It is Juan. It's John DiPietro. The, um, I want to touch on the Hunter Biden situation in just a moment because, you know, much like the voting, the media has no interest in getting to the root of what was going on. When you think of all the allegations that President Trump was putting out, that Rudy Giuliani was putting out there. And all they were being told, there was getting no coverage in the press. And they were basically trying to just like not, the press wouldn't actively cover it. And now we find out that Hunter Biden is under investigation. And it's just, I'll tell you, between that and the Eric Swalwell situation where he was apparently compromised by a Japanese spy, I want to be very clear. These allegations that President Trump is undermining uh, credibility and and people's faith in democracy. I want to be very clear right now on the record at 1238. I have no faith in the election system that we just went through and the one here in Rhode Island. Um, I certainly don't trust Cicilline. You could say, well, why? Because he has power. Okay, I certainly don't trust Nelly Gorbia. There's no transparency. The voter rolls are hidden. Um, it, it's insulting, and and I don't believe them. And, and they won't even look at them. And they won't even bring it out that people are bringing up va- very valid arguments and complaints. I don't. I put me in the category. I don't believe that Joe Biden received the most votes of any other president before ever. Eighty million votes. I, I don't believe that. As other he, the guy couldn't attract eighty people in a parking lot. And we're supposed to believe he got 80 million votes. Another part of this that comes out is, see, they targeted the battleground states. In the battleground states, the Biden vote was way up. But it didn't mirror other major large cities. We're supposed to believe that um, Joe Biden supposedly got more votes in certain key places than with the black community than Barack Obama did. Does anyone really believe that? And then here in Rhode Island... You know, Nelly Gobia calls it, it was the perfect election. 520,000 votes, the most ever. By 50,000 votes, the most ever. 50,000 new people came out and voted. And, and, and supposedly no mistakes. Supposedly no one voted twice. It, it, it is just beyond the pale. I, can you name one other thing in this state that would go as smoothly as that? You can't name anything. You can't name anything. You can't name anything at the registry. You can't name the number of different mistakes that that have gone on. And we're supposed to believe that this was, quote, as she calls it, the perfect election where people are voting 20 days out. No notary. They mailed out all those mail ballot applications. Folks, it's and, and then, of course, you know, the stories on it. No one questions any of that. They just question to, uh, you know, the Republicans. Well, where's your evidence of fraud? Well, you can't even get your hands on the 
on the ballots, for crying out loud. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition. You know, stop in and see John Francis. We don't know what's going to happen with the social unrest. We just don't know. So for all of your firearms, ammunition, accessories, shop at competition shooting supplies. Now, he's located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You can call them at 727-1716. It's John Francis. It's competition shooting supplies. Stop it and see them. Again, they also have gift certificates. It's competition shooting supplies. Folks, and again, just a reminder, you want to keep yourself safe. You want to keep your family safe. Don't forget, on our website, we have the link to Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, where they have body armor, they have ammo, they have pepper spray, food storage. This store is like none other. People drive in from Massachusetts and Connecticut to shop there. Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and uh, Tanya and Frank, they're just terrific. Stop in and see them. So, And you can link right through at the website, petro.com. So, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is uh, 1241, and you can see uh, we are at a Veterans Auditorium. Certain members of the media are starting to file in. Uh, coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Raimondo is going to hold her weekly briefing. And, folks, this is pretty dramatic because I have been here. Well, as many of you know, I've been here all along, and... I have been here at different times in the summertime when our rates, uh, the, the COVID numbers were way down. And, you know, the governor would be on this stage and be congratulating and thanking the people for following it. I, I they, they are at a loss. The highest levels don't know why it's spreading so much and spreading so much in Rhode Island and why the Rhode Island numbers are so high. No one seems to have that. So I'm curious to hear... If they have a working theory, people are following the rules. They have brought things down. Um, why are we so much higher than Connecticut and Massachusetts? It can't be because of the testing. There's other states that are doing just as much testing if we're doing, if not more. So what's the, 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 the answer to it is I, I don't know. I don't know why it's, it's as high as it is. Other than it's very high, I want to tell you, I think... That you should be very cautious going out right now. The virus is rampant. It's rampant inside. Wherever you go, if you're going to be inside, you you have to think twice about whether or not you're going to go. And and is it really, you know, is it really worth it right now? I think it will calm down. But other than that, inside right now, and it has been cold out, so more people are uh, inside. Um, the, the real answer is they don't, they don't know why it's been spreading so much. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Remember, Coogie, call them at 732-6562. Are you having a problem with your, your heating? Is maybe your home or business not working efficiently or cooling or plumbing? R.E. Coogan and Heating. From winter to summer, the train technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Call them at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's John DePietro coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Mundo is going to give her weekly press briefing uh, regarding COVID. We're going to find out some of the things you want to listen for are 
exactly what's going to happen with the pause. I, I believe, based on the numbers, that we're number one in the world. CNN had a reporter live in Providence, number one in the world, that um, I think that the pause is going to be extended. That's number one. Number two, a big thing is about the schools. The schools are pushing for in-person. I believe, I think... Governor Armando is going to leave that up to the schools. There's nothing really they can do. There are certain districts that are announcing distance learning, even though, keep in mind, there are no children. I want to repeat, there are no children, K through 8, that are in the emergency room right now. Nothing. And yet, you know, people are just fanning the flames. And then you have the teachers that aren't even in the classroom. They're in Zoom from home. But I I believe the next week and a half, the governor's just not going to. You know, that's not the battle to have right now, right? I don't think that's the battle to have. So um, so that's big. You want to listen for if there are more restrictions going to be put in. I, I don't think so, but, you know, we, we, we don't know. Uh, I know that people, as far as, listen, and, and it has been colder than it normally is this time of year. We've had a, a colder early December, so... But it is going to be mild over this weekend, so the outside dining uh, can still work for people. Uh, but but this is um, this this is I, I'm anxious. I don't know what it's going to be. Are we going to mirror Mass in Connecticut? Is the governor going to go farther? I don't believe she's going to. We're certainly not going to close the schools, and they're not going to close the business. But they're you know whatever has been go- doing. Has just not been working. I'm also anxious to find out if they feel, have we seen the Thanksgiving bump, if you will, or the rise, or is that still to come? If it's still to come, then the next couple of days in this weekend, again, you want to monitor the hospital count. Now, folks, on a larger scale, someone sent me this story. There's some people saying that we are heading towards succession. Um, you know, uh, we obviously don't have enough time to discuss it right now, but when you think about it, I mean, I, I, I know it's a, a much larger discussion, but I, like many of you, I mean, I, I'm disgusted by what's going on with the vote. It's not fair. Nothing that has happened has been fair. Now we find out that Hunter Biden was, in fact, under investigation. And I know that some people don't think that's a major deal, but but it was a big deal because his father was denying it and the Biden team was denying it and the media were just downplaying it. Now we find out the Justice Department said, well, we didn't say anything because we didn't want to influence the election. But by not saying something, you did influence the election. So the fact that th- this is a game, I mean, even just locally, the fact that like wh- why should and, and again, I'm looking at the clock. We're going to take a break in three minutes, but. You know, why should, you know, you and I and why should we pay for all of these? Watch the different things they're going to want to put into motion over the next few years, you know, between AOC and the squad and progressive agenda. And why should we pay for all of those things if they won't even let us have a fair election? This was not. And and it's it's so disgraceful how the media gives them a free pass on the fact that the the election here in Rhode Island, you know, for instance, and and they'll say, you know, well, what what evidence do you have? I don't have evidence. I don't have access to that stuff. And so far, the Republican Party basically has been silent on it. But 
No one's even looking for it. And I come back to it's who voted, who's on the voter list, who's registered to vote. You know, there's there's no way that 520,000 people voted in this past election, 50,000 more than the highest number last time. I don't believe that. And they won't even let us look at the bat. Like, how much are we supposed to take? Right. If you support the president, you're a racist. You can't gather as a family, but you can have protesters outside or protesters. You know, it's the, the hypocrisy, the you know, you have to do this, the different sets of rules. I, I really think it's coming to a head. I'm going to have more on this on the website, dipetro.com. Don't forget, our website is sponsored by Operation Made, encouraging entrepreneurship, one veteran at a time, Operation Made. So, folks, again, good afternoon. It's 1249 on this Thursday. It's John DePietro coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. Now, stay tuned. Coming up, we're going to take a quick break right now. Uh, coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Armando briefing on COVID. We'll have the latest on that. I'm also going to, uh, we'll do a Facebook uh, watch party uh, of the governor. So this is big. You want to find out what's going to happen? It's coming up live. We're going to carry it live right now at 1249. Let's take a quick break. Send it back to the studio on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. The great Jeff Gamach. Folks, quick break, but a lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401 351 7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier. Infinity System, the energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, sister replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401 351 7600, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401 351 7600.
It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of our show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call them today. Switch. Get your tank filled with Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Henry Oil, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Remember, serving most Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Call them at 401 521 Zero two hundred automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them 401-521-0200 and online at henryoil.com. Well, coming up at 1 o'clock, folks, this is going to be pretty dramatic. It is the Governor Raimondo press briefing. And the, uh, the, the numbers, obviously, well, you know, let's just be honest. They couldn't be worse. I posted on my Facebook page, John DePietro Show, you look at the new, this is New York Times tracking the coronavirus, United States, and the number where cases are per capita the highest, Rhode Island, folks, is number one. The hot spots right now, Rhode Island, Indiana, Minnesota, Nevada, but Rhode Island, and not only that, are we number one, we're, we're deep red. They use the red as to, you know, U.S. where it's really hot. Now, there's certain states around us. Uh, you go into northern New England, it's not that bad. You go to Florida, doesn't seem to be that bad. But uh, the outbreak in Rhode Island, I mean, it, it just couldn't be worse. I think it's kind of comical. The Providence Journal has a story. What's it like to governor the plague? And they do this interview with the governor. And Governor Mundo says that, um, you know, definitely didn't have a grasp of, of what they were in for. She said in the early days, early weeks, we thought we'd kind of put a lid on it. No one was saying, hey, you better shut everything down. You know, we're going to be dealing with this for a year. She didn't think it was actually going to be be a big deal. Governor Armando told the Providence Journal that illusion would be shattered two weeks later. Just after St. Patrick's Day, she was ordered all schools closed for two weeks. Wasn't until that announcement when I closed schools, I had a really sinking feeling this was going to be really bad. And then um, Saturday, March 21st. She tells the journal, I remember clearly we were scrambling. They were doing models that showed projections, hospital beds, ventilators that I would need. Couldn't figure out how I'd get my hands on that many ventilators and hospital beds. Like, couldn't figure it out. It was Saturday night. I was up, literally up all night long, lying in bed trying to sleep. I couldn't sleep with a pit in my stomach. Woke up the next morning, morning, started planning for new arms of the government to handle any COVID-related subjects. Testing, contract tracing, PPE. She started calling people. She said she went into like a, a, a wartime mentality. She called, uh, one person said, I called him, said, listen, it's the governor. I need you to suit up and, you know, beef up the efforts. Then he, she called the Steve King at Quonset Development. I said, hey, Steve. Hi, Steve. It's the Gov. Forget about Quonset. You're an expert in logistics. You're going to manage the PPE stream. By the end of the day, I was like, okay, this is war. This is military style, she tells the journal. And I got my team on the field. Let's go. While Ramundo used the personal touch to recruit her team, she said dealing with the pandemic has been personal for her as a leader, as a woman, as a mother. You know, all of this stuff is fine. And I'm glad the journal got the story. But this business of like, you know, here's some parts of the story. Ramundo takes the struggles of school kids personally because she has kids uh, here's the problem with this story, and it's also, folks, this would have been, there was a time this would have been a bigger deal, but 
I, it's sad how the journal has really kind of fallen. But my my point is, right now, people are losing businesses. People are dying. By the way, if you notice, I haven't wanted to post this, but Facebook, of which I spend a lot of time, obviously, and I do my live streams and do the page and Facebook Live and so forth. But Facebook, I would just say this has switched in the last two weeks Facebook has become like reading the death notices. Every other post is someone posting that most of the time it's a much older person, but that people are dying. I just, I never remember. And maybe it's, it's also limited. You know, a lot of times when people would post on Facebook, they would post that they went out to dinner or they went and saw a concert or a show or, or, uh, you know, they saw something at the PPAC or they were, they just landed on a trip and they're on vacation. Now, obviously you don't have any of that. Because no one's traveling, no one's going to anything, no one's going out really to eat that much, and certainly no one's going to any shows. So I find it interesting that what what are people posting on Facebook postings really hit? But as I said, it's like it's it's just a lot of death notices. I mean, it's it's very tough. It's sad. I I just I, I'm sure it's been difficult for Governor Armando. I, I don't know if this is you know the fact that she had to stay up all night, as the Journal illustrates. Yeah, there's people that are losing their businesses. Do you th- I don't think they're sleeping a lot. I, I don't think it's the right time for that type of story. That's my thought. I'll tell you what it is the right time for. To stop by and see Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. Drive in, no wait. Folks, they will refill your Blue Rhino tank. I saw Phil just the other day. You can call him at 621-8129. Now, if you're a business and you're using those large propane tanks, here's where you want to get them filled. Are you ready? Johnson Propane, because you're going to save the most money. He's open seven days a week, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Johnson Propane. Call him at 621-8129, right in front of the Stop and Shop, next to Wendy's. You'll see that. Look for Johnson Propane. He's been there since 1971. All credit cards accepted. And again, this is where you can save money on propane, is Johnson Propane. So Phil does a great job. Folks, um, we're going to take a uh, uh, another quick break. Again, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, Bucket Trucket Service and Bobcat Service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service on top of that. Nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today. 439 6028 439 6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 
439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. More to come on the John DePietro Show in just a few moments. We'll reconnect with John, who's live at the Vets, and we'll be joining Governor Raimondo's weekly coronavirus update, all here on News Talk, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM. We are WNRI, one socket.